Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Another look into our K-Man weather forecast. Currently 33 degrees outside with some flurry still coming down. Scattered snow showers throughout the evening, mainly before 9 p.m. Cloudy with a low around 25 tonight. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, a high near 34. More of the same tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low around 21. And Thursday, finally getting some sun with a high near 37. More of the game up next here on KMAN. to the game from Orlando, Florida. Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale. Owen Burke back in Manhattan is our studio engineer for the next couple of days, including the show tomorrow will be from 3 to 6, a three-hour version of the game as it kicks off with the pep rally for K-State that goes from 3 o'clock to 3.45. The game from Orlando is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services agent Joe Wilson. Dini Life Insurance. No matter your life stage or expenses, having life insurance in place to protect your family is a smart move. Don't spend time wandering. Contact Farm Bureau Financial Services agent Joe Wilson in Manhattan to learn more. It's your future. Let's protect it. Here in hour number two, we'll look at the NC State biggest storyline heading into the bowl game, and that is they're going to be without their star player. More details coming on that uh, here in a little bit in this hour. Plus, the Pop-Tarts Bowl has its own prop bets, and Troy's going to... Uh, <laughs> Troy's going to parlay, hey, Wait, wait, say. Wait a minute. You do know that betting is illegal in Florida, save for, uh, save for the Hard Rock Cafe. Well, for money. So yes. let's say put dinner on the line yeah, or something okay. like yeah. that is the Pop-Tarts Bowl. I think Prop-Tarts. Prop-Tarts. Is nice. what they're calling them. Well done. A little play on words. Uh, there's five of them that have to do with the Pop-Tarts Bowl, mostly just off the field stuff with the mascot and the postgame celebration. We'll get Troy's answers coming up here at about 540. Uh, and then we'll wrap up the show with Ask Us Anything. It is game week, so that means we talk to a K-State legend. When it comes to guys that grew up within 100 miles of Manhattan, Kansas. Curry Sexton, he's a former All-Big 12 wide receiver. He caught for more than 1,000 yards along with Tyler Lockett back in 2014. And by the way, he's also a huge part in Wildcat name, image, and likeness. Earlier this week, I had a chance to catch up with K-State former wide receiver, Curry Sexton. Curry, let's just go ahead and just jump right into the most important part of this conversation. Everybody's been either asking or answering the question. It's the Pop-Tarts Bowl, so what's your favorite Pop-Tart? I, I, I got to be generic. I'm a, I'm a brown cinnamon sugar guy. That's just what I grew up on. I would say brown cinnamon sugar and then, and then strawberry would be number two for me. 
everybody I've been asking, those are the, I think those are the only two answers I've been getting. But as an adult, do you eat those ever? No, I don't. I can't tell. I probably haven't had a pop tart in, in, in 15 years. Yeah, same. I honestly, I don't think they're that great. Um, yeah, but. I mean, if you t- if you toast if you toast them, you know, they a couple bites are pretty good. But yeah, I think they're. A, I mean, they're just a. It's it's a it's a snack for kids. Well, I know Wildcat NIL, CatsNIL dot com are just you know busy as always with uh, supporting the cats through name, image, and likeness. Back on the fifteenth, Chris Kleiman had a press conference. He was listing off reasons on why a student athlete would enter the transfer portal. And the last reason he mentioned is some seeking NIL opportunities. And over the last few months, he said K-State has had great conversations about enhancing its NIL efforts by not making empty promises and having real numbers to compete and uh, and keep guys here. So from your side, representing Wildcat NIL, how were those conversations with K-State Athletics in enhancing name, image, and likeness for K-State? They've been really, really, really productive over the course of the last three or four weeks. Um, obviously, you know, we've been at this for a, over a year and a half, about 20 months, and we've slowly been making progress. But we have, I mean, I think it's been well reported that, you know, that, that the athletic department hasn't been fully invested or bought into NIL. And, and, and Coach Kleinman, you know, I, I think he would agree with this, ha- up until recently also wasn't fully invested into NIL up until in the last couple of weeks, NIL really had an impact to the football program. And so I think from the coach's perspective, they didn't see a real need there. Um, you know, culture is really strong. They're winning football games. They're developing guys. They're sending guys to the NFL. I think up until recently, you know, especially after coming off the big 12 championship last year, I think they thought, well, this NIL thing really isn't affecting us. Well, now that it has, at least in part, that that's accelerated the, the buy-in from from both the football staff and and from the athletic department. And I'll say this: maybe contrary to what what people might think or what people might expect or assume based on what's transpired over the last several weeks, NIL hasn't really impacted the football program in a in a huge way. Most of the guys that have left have, you know, it's been a mutual parting of ways. Guys like Nate Matlack have left because they don't feel like they're a scheme fit. There haven't been more than maybe one or two guys who have left because of NIL. Um, so I think that despite what people may assume, because of the large numbers that have entered the portal, it hasn't been that bad. However, given the conversations that the coaching staff has had with a number of key guys, both guys who have left and guys who, who, who we think are going to be returning, They've quickly understood that, that NIL is a significant presence in this landscape. It's key to getting guys to stay, and it's key to attracting guys to Kansas State. And so, because of that, um, you know, things have you know we've we've really progressed in, in how we're approaching NIL as a whole over the over the course of the last couple of weeks. I've I've had some really really good conversations with with Coach Kleiman, and he is now 100% on board with what we're doing, and and completely understands the importance of it. And so we're going to, I mean, you know, from, from 23 to 24, there's going to be a drastic shift in how we approach NIL, um, at least with respect to the football team. And, and that's, and that's going to make a huge difference for us. We're going to start taking care of guys. You know, we're going to start taking care of large swaths of large swaths of, of large swaths, well, of the roster, um, for, you know, 
early on and making sure that guys are taken care of here and they're not they're not compelled to go look and see what else is out there because they know that they're going to be able to come to K-State, have a good experience, win football games, be developed, compete for Big 12 championships, and hopefully college football playoffs. And, hey, there's going to be some NIL money, too, that's going to be competitive with what other schools are able to do. So it's been a – we've had, again, a really productive couple of weeks and really excited about where we're headed going into 2024. Well, it's – Great news to hear that the the football team, Chris Kleiman, is is now fully on board with the NIL process, and uh, boy, that's just going to make K-State so much better for the long run. I'd be curious to know the trajectory of NIL with the women's sports here at K-State. You know, volleyball had themselves a really good year. They opened up the new arena. K-State women's basketball, I know they're going to have that fashion show coming up, but they're you know, they should be a top 10 team in the nation. Has women's sports with NIL continued to grow throughout the last few years? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, our, I've said this before, but our volleyball team is, is uh, our volleyball team, you know, every every semester our volleyball girls get a, they get a team, you know, there's a team-wide deal, a nice a nice NIL deal that every single girl on the team gets. And that's, I would say, is is is, is one of, probably one of the more, probably one of the stronger team-wide NIL deals in the, in college volleyball, at least from what I know and what's been reported. And so our volleyball girls are very well taken care of, and I think that will continue to be the case. They have robust support. And, and basketball is, is the same, and women's basketball is the same way. I mean, obviously, you know, to, to attract and retain athletes like Aoka Lee, Gabby Gregory, Serena Sandell, the Glenn Twins, the you know the Amani Lester and Zayana Walker from Louisville. There's had you know NILs had to play a part in that, um, and, and and that will just continue to be the case. And and we're 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 working diligently to get them more and more support, so those coaches have what they need, you know, to make sure that they're continuing to build and sustain and you know grow their rosters. Um, and, and I will say this from a from a true NIL perspective, I'm talking true endorsement type activities the the female athletes at k-state do really really well um you know that we have some really really marketable female athletes they're good people they're good students they're great in the community and they're really really good at what they do from an athletic perspective and so you know athletes like Aliyah carter and aoka lee and the glenn twins and serena sandell and now taryn sides and 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 a whole host of others are 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 doing very well individually in the NIL space because they're marketable and, and that's not going to change moving forward. Curry Sexton, our guest here on the game. I know during the season after Avery went off in that Texas Tech game here on the show, you've been an advocate for Avery to become the starter and let's see what happens when he takes the reins and leads the offense from start to finish. Well, now is his opportunity with Will Howard. He jumps into the transfer portal. Personally, how excited are you for Avery to have this opportunity? I'm stoked. I'm, I'm I'm so excited for him and for our fan base to see what Avery can do for in, from you know in an, in, a, in an entire game with a game plan built around him. Um, you know he's he is he he's he's going to be one of the more dynamic football players that we've ever had at K State, and I'm just so excited for everybody to get a taste of what the future is going to look like. I had an opportunity to go watch practice before the team left for Orlando, and was just super impressed with with him. Obviously, it's a practice setting, but his ability to stand in the pocket and make throws, both short or you know short, intermediate, and 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 throws down the field. So really, really excited about about him. Um, you know, I, I was telling somebody the other day. I some people 
some people are a little upset with the stat, the state of of the bull of of just the general bull system um, because of opt outs and transfers and and things of that nature. I tend to look at it from the other side, and I think it's I I tend to think it's a very positive thing because instead of you know letting a bunch of guys on their way out take up all the snaps and all the reps and everything before you go into the off season and turn over a new lease. We're all of a sudden going to get a, you know, we're going to get a, a deep look into what the future looks like with a bunch of key guys, including Avery Johnson, instead of waiting until spring ball and summer and fall camp to start understanding what things might look like. And so, to me, that's very, very exciting. And obviously, you know, I, I think it's been, it's, it's been pumped out on Twitter a bunch. But you know, if Pete Thamel and Reese Davis are talking about Avery Johnson as, as a future face of, of college football because of his skill set, um, I think that 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 shows you right there that this is a guy who is not only, you know, receiving some buzz within K-State and Big 12 circles, but this is a guy who national writers, national media folks are very well aware of. And so I think, you know, K-State fans should be excited about what things are going to look like, it, it, you know, in the bowl game and what things are going to look like in the future with Avery Johnson running the show. Another question about the offense here in a second, but you mentioned, uh, you know, guys opting out. This gives other guys, young guys, an opportunity to play a little bit more, get more experience. You know, the, the bowl game doesn't count towards the, the four games that you can keep your red shirt and you know, like guys like Phillip Brooks and Ben Sennett, they've opted out to get ready for the NFL draft. So because of the opt-outs and the guys that jumped into the portal, is there a guy or two you're looking forward to seeing play a little bit because now they can have that opportunity with guys leaving? Yeah, I think first, you know, first and foremost is Trey Spivey. Um, I think, you know, Trey – you know, a lot of positive, a lot of positive buzz around Trey, and obviously he didn't get to K State until June. So, you know, for him, for him, for him to get on the field, you know, this season would have been very difficult because learn, you know, coming straight out of high school and and trying to learn a collegiate playbook and everything that you know that's thrown at you as a receiver is very, very difficult. Unlike Jace Brown, who came in January, had you know had a full off season to get ready for his true freshman year. Really excited about, really excited to see Trey Spivey out there. He's He's long, he's athletic, he's rangy, he's got a great catch radius. He's the type of receiver that we haven't had in quite some time at K-State, so really excited to see Trey out there. And then I'm, I'm, you know, a couple guys on defense I'm excited to see. You know, I'm excited to see some more Chidi uh, Obi-Izor. I think he's going to, you know, get a lot of reps in the, in this game. And, and then I think, you know, we may see some Kanigel Thomas at cornerback, and, and, I, and I know the coaches are really excited about Kanigel. Uh, those are three freshmen I think that, that we're going to get to see play a lot in the bowl game. And then one other guy who's played a lot this year, but his role is just going to expand that I'm really excited about is Garrett Oakley. And I think Garrett is going to be a really, really good tight end at K-State. If he can stay healthy and progress like we think he can, he's the type of guy who could you know, very well surpass Ben Sennett's you know, a lot of Ben Sennett's records before his time is done. So those are just some key guys that, you know, key young guys that I'm really excited to see with roles expanded. I like that, calling your shot on, on Garrett Oakley, who just, I mean, Ben Sennett basically with this past season put himself on the Mount Rushmore for tight ends uh, here at K-State. Curry got a couple more for you. Back to um, to Avery, what I find quite interesting about this game is, of course, Colin Klein takes the OC job at Texas A&M. Now, Connor Riley, offensive line coach, is going to take the reins at least temporarily. It's an audition for him to become the full-time OC. You know, Connor wants to have himself a good game. I'm not exactly the biggest fan of having an audition for a bowl game necessarily to decide if the guy's going to be the full-time job or not. But 
if you are Connor Riley, how do you game plan for Avery Johnson? He's probably the lightest quarterback K-State's had in my lifetime, yet he's such an electric runner. We're dying to see that arm show off. So how would you uh, how would you call the plays for Avery? Yeah, you know, I think one thing, I think the coaches have done a really good job from what I understand of including Avery in this process and, and taking his, you know, his thoughts into consideration. I can I can tell you, uh, for you know, for a fact that Avery Johnson doesn't want to be a running back. He doesn't want to be a guy who carries the ball 20 times a game because he's, one, he's a dynamic thrower of the football, and two, he's, like you said, he's, he's, he's incredibly light, and, and I don't think he could hold up over the course of a season if he's just running the ball like crazy. So the, so the, so the coach, you know, I think I think you're going to see Avery throw the ball a lot. I think if if you're Connor Riley, you know, you let him sit in the pocket and throw the ball around the yard and see and and see what he can do, and and also keep him healthy. Obviously, you he's got to use his legs because that's you know that's a, he he's he's got that you know that capability that many don't. But I I don't think it's you know I don't think you're going to see a lot of quarterback powers, you know, true design quarterback run. Not a lot of it. You got to pick and choose your spots. And then I think from Avery's perspective, you know, if he's going to sit back and and throw the football, you know, he's also got to be willing to take off and make plays, you know, off off schedule. And I think he'll be ready to do that. So I'm excited to see how Connor Riley uses him. I think you're going to see him stand in the pocket and make throws. I hope they roll him out um, and make you know get him moving and, and either give him the option to make throws or run. But I, I think you're going to see. Yeah, I think some people think that this is going to be a game where Avery Johnson is going to run the football 25 times, and I, I think that that is absolutely not going to happen. All right, Curry, to wrap up, let's get a prediction, I guess. You know, with K-State, I think we have everything figured out about things are finished up with guys jumping into the portal, at least we, we would hope so, um, or opt-outs. At least that's what Chris Kleiman said at his last press conference about. They, they feel pretty certain about who's staying now. But do you think the Cats get it done in Orlando? I, I do. I think I think the Cats. You know, I, I think the Cats win by somewhere between seven and ten points. It's going to be a really good football game, regardless of whether or not they have Peyton Wilson. That's a good football team, and that's a good defense. And I think I think it's going to be a, a grinded out type football game. But I think the Cats are the better team, and and I think our young guys are going to be eager to prove themselves. And so I think we get the job done. Curry, really appreciate your time, and we'll be talking soon. Thanks, Mitch. That's former K-State wide receiver Curry Sexton here on the game live from Orlando, Florida, brought to you by Whole Health MHK. Unlock your healthier you at Whole Health MHK. They're not just a clinic. They are your wellness champions, located at 7840 East Highway 24 in Manhattan. Another timeout when we continue next on our number two of the game from Orlando, Florida. We take a look at the NC State Wolfpack, and their biggest storyline is that they are without their star player now for the Pop-Tarts Bowl. More on that next on the game. Back in the game from Orlando, Rosen Plaza is where we are at. This is the Media Hotel. We're at the 39 Poolside Bar and Grill. We had some great burgers last night. We're next to the pool now. A lot of kids and parents running around enjoying the pool, enjoying the hot tub that has a waterfall. And, Troy, when we started the show, it was overcast in the 70s, a little bit humid. Now the sun is out. It's turned into a nice, beautiful day. I think what we hope now is that this kind of weather sticks around right. and doesn't affect the bowl game because of right now there's a small chance right. of rain. So hopefully we stay away from that. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. 
Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The game from Orlando brought to you by Commerce Bank. Proud sponsor of Kansas State Wildcats. Here's to the team that proves there's no challenge. We can't meet together. Commerce Bank, challenge accepted. Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale. Owen Burke back in our K-Man studio. Doing a great job running the board today. All right, Troy, so let's take a look at NC State a little bit. They were a 9-3 and team this year. They're coming into the game on a five-game winning streak. Um, K-State, of course, coming off a loss to Iowa State. Cats finished tied for fourth in the Big 12 with Iowa State and West Virginia. NC State, what's interesting about the Wolfpack is that they finished tied for third in the ACC standings. They were a game out of making it to the ACC championship mm-hmm. game. Yep. Believe it or not, this bowl game against K-State is a huge game for them for, because for just the second time ever, NC State is looking for a 10-win season. That has yep. only happened one other time back in 2002, and they finished with 11 wins that year. So NC State trying to find some history. The last few seasons have played out. Dave Doran has really put NC State into a position to where they've hit a level. They have become that team that you can expect to be third or fourth in the ACC. They haven't been able to push above that, however, since that point. And this is one that they want to point to to say, yeah, we can reach that next spot. We can continue this progress moving up rather than thinking that we've leveled off here at just being and being satisfied for third and fourth place in the conference. So here's the deal with NC State. Now, it's interesting because, you know, offensively, I don't think they're that good. I think K-State has to shut down two guys. Brandon Armstrong is their quarterback. He's also their leading rusher. And then for NC State, you have the second leading rusher and Kevin Concepcion, who's also their wide receiver and leading Mm -hmm. receiver. He's Mm -hmm. an absolute stud who's a freshman who caught for 767 yards. He's also ran for 297, but other than that, they don't have a running back that's over 270 yards. Jeez. So, and when it comes to the offensive defense, who they lost in the portal, it's a lot of depth pieces, but not a lot of starters. Um, so, again, shut down two guys on offense, and I think K-State can keep uh, NC State to a low-scoring game. But on the flip side, NC State has a really good defense, a defense that's top 15 in the nation and stopping the run. As a matter of fact, this will be the second toughest run defense K-State will see this season. The toughest was obviously Texas. Right. But right now, NC State, 15th in the nation in run defense, only allowing 3.7 yards per carry and only 102 yards on the ground. They're not as good against the pass, but where they're great is interceptions. They have 17 on the year. That is a ton. Oh. And that's what you got to watch out for. And that's what Avery has to make sure to do and take care of the football. You know, don't get too greedy. Don't take a lot of chances. Don't try to force things, you know. Don't make 
what people would call like a young guy's mistake, a freshman mistake. And Avery's a very mature player. I don't think he's going to do that. But also on the NC State defense is a sixth-year senior weak side linebacker in Peyton Wilson. He is the Chuck Bednarik Award winner, which yes. goes to the best defensive player in the nation. So obviously he is really good. He is responsible for 19% of their tackles this Oof. year. He is responsible, and that's 136, by the way, that led the ACC. That's fifth in the nation. He had seven and a half tackles for loss this year. That is 25% of NC State's plays in the backfield this year. So, And he also has three interceptions. He has forced two fumbles this year. Dang. He has done a ton as a weak side linebacker. But guess what? Guys are opting out. Yep. Guys are going to the transfer portal. Guys want to get ready for the NFL draft. Mel Kuyper has Peyton, William, Peyton Wilson rather, as a, uh, a third-round draft pick. Don't be surprised when I tell you this. Peyton Wilson has opted out of the bowl game. So, by far their best player on the team defensively. Peyton Wilson will not play against K-State in the Pop-Tarts Bowl, which is obviously big. How big is it? You know, I'm not sure. I mean, they have linebackers that are really good. I, I'm, I'm impressed with their depth. Uh, but, again, a lot of guys in the depth have transferred out. That is a big loss for Dave Doran's defense. But at the end of the day as well, is it just one guy? That's the question. Does one guy make that big of a difference, or does NC State's defense still hold strong in case they find themselves in a low-scoring game? It's, it's a great question, especially given that you're talking about a guy who's been involved in that many tackles this season. The number just pops out at you, and yet – it's only good for fifth place in the FBS level this year, 138 tackles. It's just a, a great number. How much of that was assisted? How much of that was solo? That's where the difference lies between how the NFL stats their games and how the NCAA does. But it still shows that you're talking about someone who was heavily involved in almost every play this year for NC State defensively. That's going to be an impact. That's well, going to be a big impact. Well, and let me, let me give you this as well. At this level of football, it's hard to solo tackle. Yes. I mean, some guys obviously do it very well. But for a lot of guys, it, it's not exactly the easiest thing to do. Peyton Wilson, when it comes to all power five defenders, he has the best solo tackle rate in the nation. Really? Dang. So now, after all the stats I gave you, now the best solo tackler at the Power 5 level will not be playing in the bowl game. He is getting ready for the NFL draft. So and that on top of it is just like, wow. I mean, to lose one guy is one thing, but it's when the Chuck Benerick Award winner and is probably the best tackler in NC State football history. Right. Yeah, that, that, that one kind of stings a little bit. But like I said earlier, you know, it's just a bowl game. It's not like you're playing for a national championship or anything this thing happens all the time now it's looked at as a meaningless game but as a k-state fan who really wants that pop tarts bowl trophy you're thinking okay that's a big loss for nc state i like k-state's chances now to score a few more points especially if they're going to try to run the ball and a guy that's a great run stopper and peyton wilson not playing one key that you have to have if you're the cats though in the coaching staff and that is do not let anybody on the coaching staff or in your players' rooms even get to thinking that this game got easier because he's sitting out. You cannot have anybody sure. saying, oh, well, that's a relief. No, you still have to prepare for this game to still be the type of a knockdown dragout that he could have made it. Because I thought it would be curious to see, okay, you know, NC State's done a good job getting pressure on the quarterback this year. 
They've been studs all around the box. They're pretty loaded down there. They had another. They had a defensive end also opt out of the uh, out of the uh, Pop Tarts Bowl as well. But I'm like, okay, now how does this adjust the game plan? Are you not now going to bring as much pressure as you would? Again, you're going against a, a veteran K-State offensive line who all are going to play in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. And that's the thing. I mean, like a Cooper BB, Peyton Wilson was a unanimous consensus All-American <laughs> right. at linebacker. So we, we thought maybe for a while because Wilson was contemplating. He was thinking about it. I mean, he, he had been practicing up until Christmas Eve. Right. And he just he hadn't made a decision. At least that's what he was telling the media. And then he makes the decision Christmas Eve to say, all right, I'm not going to play in the bowl game, right. even though I had been practicing. I was kind of thinking he was going to play because he had been practicing. But he decides not to. Peyton Wilson, the best defensive player in the nation, wins the Chuck Bednarik Award, is now out for the Pop-Tarts Bowl against K-State. Again, Mel Kuyper has him as the sixth best linebacker, outside linebacker, in the 2024 NFL Draft, expected to be a third-round draft pick. Again, the Pop-Tarts Bowl is coming up on Thursday. It'll be a 12:30 start for PowerCat Game Day. Kickoff at 4:45 from Camping World Stadium. Eight and four K-State against nine and three NC State. First ever meeting between the Cats and Wolfpack. Last time K-State played an ACC opponent, 2012, in a blowout win against the Miami Hurricanes at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Okay, let's take our next break, Troy. When we come back, we put you on the spot because the Pop-Tarts Bowl has given us five prop bets, or what they're calling them, Prop-Tarts. Oh, boy. You mean i got to think now? You do. Okay. It's it's time to parlay some Prop-Tarts when we come back in the game live from Orlando, Florida. Now we'll look into our KMAN weather forecast. Currently 33 with some flurries still falling outside. Tonight more of the same. Some scattered snow showers mainly before 9 p.m. Cloudy a low around 25. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high in near 34. And Wednesday night mostly cloudy with a low around 21. We've got more of the game up next here on News Radio KMAN. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, back with you from Orlando, Florida. A sunny and beautiful day in Orlando, Florida now. It is warm. We are in the low 80s. Humidity has dropped a little bit. We're right next to a swimming pool. I kind of want to jump into the hot tub because (laughs) it has a waterfall. The game from Orlando, Florida, brought to you by Whole Health MHK, is there to support the whole family through a root cause approach to wellness. They're your wellness champions. Whole Health MHK, located at 7840 East Highway 24 in Manhattan. Troy mentioned earlier, sports gambling is not legal in Florida unless you bet with, who'd you say earlier? Hard Rock Bets. Okay, so we're not going to bet any money here. We're not putting money on the line, but... Seminole Tribe handles it for the estate for the moment. The Pop-Tarts Bowl has given us five prop bets for the Pop-Tarts Bowl, which I think... I haven't looked at all of them, but because I got to like go one at a time here and then click right. on the next page. Right. I believe this is really just has to do a lot of pregame, postgame stuff. But sure. What's been such a cool approach by the Pop Tarts Bowl? They're putting a lot of uh, certainly a lot of promotion for Pop Tarts into this thing. Obviously, with an edible mascot, um, the trophy has actual Pop Tarts on it. The the the, <laughs> the, the football on top has, it's like a toaster with two Pop Tarts, real Pop Tarts, right. sticking out of it. Um, it's kind of like the Orange Bowl, uh, the trophy. I think this is the, the greatest trophy in sports history. At least it's close to it. All right. So we got five Pop-Tart 
prop bets. Here's number one. The Pop-Tarts mascot will make its grand entrance by doing what? You have four choices to pick from. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Breaking out of a huge Pop-Tarts box, popping out of a giant toaster, skydiving with a foil parachute, or running out of the tunnel with the players. Skydiving with a foil parachute is going to be the one of your longest odds. I'm going to say probably that they're going to look towards uh, having a toaster, given that they did the same gimmick with the trophy. Pop-Tarts coming out of a toaster. So I I figure that that's probably going to be your your best uh, low odd bet if you want to go with that. That feels like the safe one if you're trying to build your bank. Interesting thought. You know, what I thought about the, the skydiving part of it, I was like, we may get some weather. Yeah. Like, yeah. potentially a rain, maybe a storm or whatever. I don't think it's supposed to storm, but I think they would already nix that idea by now. Right. I was thinking just out of a big Pop-Tarts box. It's just more imaging. I don't know. I, True. You know, are they going to, I don't know, maybe you put the logo on the side of the toaster, I guess. I, don't, I think I would go with the box, but it, it's either going to be one of those, I think. Right. All right, question number two. Which irresistible, crazy good Pop-Tarts flavor will be mentioned first during the broadcast of the game, the TV broadcast of the game? Strawberry, brown cinnamon sugar, hot fudge sundae, s'mores, or a different crazy good flavor, one that wasn't mentioned? Brown cinnamon sugar is probably going to be that because it seems, at least just from our discussions, that that's just the, the good fallback, that that's the one that everybody seems to have in their pantry right out, right away. Strawberry is there, but but folks really are more in the brown sugar and cinnamon one. Brown sugar cinnamon seems to be the popular yeah. choice whenever we survey. It's either strawberry or that. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think somebody in the booth will bring it up. Hey, what's your favorite Pop-Tarts flavor? Brown sugar cinnamon is no doubt going to be mentioned, so I it's agree prob- It's probably going to be built into the graphics for ESPN. All right, question number three out of five. I really like this question. How many players will celebrate a touchdown by pretending to take a bite out of the, pro- out of the Pop-Tarts bowl mascot? That'll be on the sideline. Hmm. Zero, one, or more than one? Wow, that is a good one. A credit to them for, for that thought process. I'm going to say zero probably because, well, he's not going to be anywhere near the bench. Well, I mean, maybe in the end zone. Still, yeah, you know. possibly. Yeah. I, 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 still, I still lean towards zero, given that they have played up the ability to eat the Pop-Tart after the game. I think it's at least one. 
I think there has to be at least a few players that have thought about this, find the mascot on the sideline, go towards it, pretend to take a bite, because that's, that's the big celebration afterwards. Right. The winning team gets to actually eat the Pop-Tart mascot. First right. ever thing, it's been done. We're really trailblazing with this Pop-Tarts <laughs> bowl game. All right, question number four. So forget about sports drinks. What will get poured on the winning coach's head? Pop-Tarts filling? Pop-Tarts sprinkles? Pop-Tarts bites? Or, or pieces of broken Pop-Tarts pastries? I'm leaning towards Pop-Tart pieces because it just will make things easier for cleanup. Okay, so <laughs> the sprinkles, definitely not. The no. filling, I, you know. The, the sprinkles would be a disaster on a turf field. I mean, if you ever, like, took a bite out of Pop-Tart and then tried to pour the filling out or anything, it's not, it doesn't no. move. No, no. Uh, the, the, the sprinkles would be a nightmare because of the fact that you've got another bowl game coming up literally in days. How do you how do you vacuum all of those up? I was thinking the bites. Yeah. I think the bites. Either that or the, or the, yeah, the pieces. And then the final question, to the victors, go the pastry. This is their wording, not mine. I got you. To the victors, go the pastry. Who will take the first bite of the giant Pop-Tarts pastry at the end of the game? Head coach, MVP, another player. Somebody else. Another player. In my mind, it's going to be a certain offensive lineman from K-State. Okay. Oh, I, 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 yes. I like where your head's at. You're saying KT Leviston will be the first <laughs> to take a bite of the real-life alive Pop-Tart in postgame. I was thinking more Cooper Beebe, but, yeah, someone on that line. Or the whole offensive line together. Yes, yes. I think that's the way to go. There's the five Pop-Tarts Bowl prop bets for Troy Coverdale. We take a break. We finish up the show next from Orlando with Ask Us Anything after these words. All right, Troy, first question. Um, I love that hotels now, instead of doing like the little mini shampoos and conditioners that you could steal or whatever, right. they now have the bottles attached yes. to the wall, and you don't have to worry about running out. You don't have to worry about a maid bringing more into your room. Uh, so I'm a big fan of just leaving the, the Do Not Disturb sign up because of that now. You're a bald guy. Do you actually use shampoo and conditioner? No. Do not touch them. Don't have a real need for them unless, unless for whatever reason, the shower gel is low. Okay, so you do take shower gel and like scrub oh, your yeah. head. Oh yeah, yeah. I like any other body part at this but point. It, but you still have scalp. Yeah, you know, shampoo can be a big part of a healthier scalp. Not so much shower gel. You know, I've just kind of resigned myself to the fact that at this point there's no real assistance for my hair, so I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, one more question. You know, tomorrow. Pep Rally. Yes. As media, we've been invited to go to the Magic uh, 76ers NBA game. Yes. But also AEW is in town tomorrow night for Dynamite. Would you rather go to the NBA game or Dynamite? NBA game, but that's just me. <sighs> the most boring sporting event I've ever nah. been to in my life was an NBA game. I'm willing to give it a chance this time around because, uh, as I told you the other day, Monica and I went to a Nuggets game. And it just felt like sensory overload throughout the course of the game. I, I, I want to just get a feel for whether that was that one-time experience or if it's a consistent thing. Do you have a question? Yeah. Because of where we're sitting, Fun Spot America, Universal, or Disney? Star Pinch Cut? 
<laughs> well, I've never been to Universal, but I got a feeling I'm going to like that more than Disney World. Okay. So I'm going to go Universal. Disney World, I've been to twice, so I'll have to go with, I'll, I'll bench Disney World. Okay. There's really only one park I really enjoy out of Disney World, uh, which is the old MGM Studios. I think it's Hollywood Studios now. It's got the the Tower of Terror yep. uh, Twilight Zone ride that's amazing. Has a uh, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Aerosmith Roller Coaster. That's a lot of fun as well. But every park only has like two or three really good adult rides. Sure. Um, and what was the other one you said? Fun Spot America. Never even heard of it. That was the one that they players were oh, yeah. participating in the event today with uh, with Boys and Girls Clubs folks. What about you? Where are you going? If you, um, you've probably never been to either one. I've been to none of them. So, yeah. I might just to get started do Fun Spot America just because it's the lower on the priority for everybody else. Well, you know what? What I think you should do is 20 feet away is a pool. I think you should go do a cannonball. Guess what I didn't bring with me? We're going shopping for swimming trunks. That's going to do it for the game. I want to thank the people uh, from Poolside 39 uh, here at the Bar and Grill here at the hotel in uh, Orlando, Florida. It's a great resort. It's a very comfortable place. They were so gracious to let us to do the show here on location. want to thank the guys here at Poolside 39 Bar and Grill for letting us do the show. want to thank Owen Burke back at the K-Man studio. Troy Coverdale to my left. I'm Mitch Fortner signing off from Orlando, Florida. Three hours of the show tomorrow from 3 to 6, and it kicks off with the K-State Pop-Tarts Bowl pep rally. We'll see you tomorrow for the game here on KMAN.